10, 9, 8, 7, 6, 5, 4, 3, 2, 1. Uh, I be the same dude, used to wake up playing GameCube. Whatever game we playing, man, I can't lose. Can't choose what game system they use. Like saying who better, Ken or Ryu. You love BGs, oh yeah, girl, me too. We can watch anime all day and skip school. Young legend, rap taking to a new level. New medals for young kings who don't settle. In the crib with my big bro playing Nintendo. I will never let go, gotta keep it red. Got every single color joystick for the six bow. I will never let go. Every time it tick tock, it's young day, not Jenny from the block. Gotta tell me when to start, I don't know when to stop. Pull up to the scene, like my name, Robocop. Legendary Picker Styles T, it's a bop. PS1, yeah, bought it for the fun, yeah. 6-4, yeah, you don't even know, yeah. Game Boy SP on the flow, yeah. Room full of anime scrolls, won't mow, yeah. If she not an otaku, we cannot buy. We so retro, we play the Wii outside. I cannot hear ya, that's a far cry. Like the crib with uh, my big bro playing Nintendo. I will never let go. Whoa. Gotta keep it red. Got every single color joystick for the six bow. I will never let go. Gotta keep it red. Make a man street fighter, Donkey Kong. Yeah, that's all I know. I will never let go. Gotta keep it red. Keep it retro. Keep it retro. Never let go. Keep it retro. Uh. In the crib with my big bro playing Nintendo. I will never let go. Whoa. Gotta keep it red. Got every single color joystick for the six bow. I will never let Yo, what's happening everybody? It's your boy Earth Mac, the mad scientist. How are you guys doing today on this spectacular Thursday, man? I hope you guys have an awesome, awesome, awesome uh, morning. I hope we make the morning a little bit more bearable. You know what I'm saying? Because this is Friday's Eve, man. Don't even look at it as Thursday. Look at it as, look at it as Friday's Eve. How about that? Friday's Eve on, on this uh, spectacular morning. Uh, again, yesterday, Demon Slayer, Mugen Train. All right, Demon Slayer, Mugen Train. Uh, thank everyone who was able to attend the movie night that the Geek Corner had. And uh, we watched Demon Slayer, Mugen Train. I mean, a spectacular movie, a sad movie, too, at the end. You know what I'm saying? Like, I know a lot of us anime fans have seen this movie and was saddened. I'm like, man, this is such an awesome character, man. And it, it, it's so funny because this movie got you emotionally invested in one of the Hashira. And this is really the only time that you see, you know, Rengoku actually, you know, do something. Your first and, you know, first and last. But you know what I'm saying? And I'm like, he was like my favorite one. I'm like, man, damn it. Like, you just had to take him away. You had to take him away. You had to take his character away. But he went out like a true, true G at, at the end of the day. 
but I'm, I'm glad you guys was able to hang out today. Uh, I mean, we got a spectacular show for you guys today. Uh, now, yesterday was a pleasant surprise by Thanos Rick because I thought he was on vacation all week because of the wedding. So I'm pretty sure he won't, you know, pop up today, unfortunately. But um, I think today is actually the wedding day. And, of course, he got best man duties. So I, I'm I'm with him 110%. I hope everything goes off without a hitch. Now, I did post some new designs on Orange Phoenix Tees on Instagram. Now, if you haven't followed Orange Phoenix Tees, you got to follow Orange Phoenix Tees to get all the, all the designs that you want. Now, the link is in the bio. So you can already click in on the link in the bio, and it can take you straight to the full website, to the full website. But, you know, if you want to check out the designs on Instagram, go to Orange Phoenix Tees. I will be posting new designs today as well. And uh, now, I know some of you guys actually wondering like what is the geek corner now if you go to facebook if you go to facebook type in orange phoenix geek corner just ask to join go ahead and ask to join man it's a very very positive space um it's you know, pretty much free reign uh you know long, long as it's positive and stuff like that so um the group as are is steadily increasing and yes we do have movie nights and speaking of movie nights for the next two movies for september we have Who Framed Roger Rabbit and Back to the Future 3. Those are the movies that were chosen on the wheel. So for, for the month of September, Back to the Future 3 and Who Framed Roger Rabbit. So that, that that's going to be a good one. That is going to be a good one. I mean, it's a good month. Um, it's been a minute since I've seen uh, Who Framed Roger Rabbit, though. I do have the trilogy of Back to the Future. I do have that for sure. So... I think this this is a good one for the masses to see. Now we again we got a stack show for you guys today. Uh, of course, we was talking about the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles video game. Yes, there is a video game of a new video game that's coming out in 2022 called Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles: Shredder's Revenge. Now, um, those of us that have played Streets of Rage four, because I mean we've been clamoring for a Streets of Rage game. Um, is made by the same studio that came up with Streets of Rage 4. And I know they added so many new characters on Streets of Rage 4. Now they uh, are concentrating on Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, uh, Shredder's Revenge. Now they have announced, they have announced that there is a new playable character already. The game is not even released yet, but there is a playable character out there for Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Now, April O'Neil is a playable character in Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Shredder's Revenge. No longer is she the, the damsel in distress. She is in the fight. She is fighting the Foot Clan, and she's going up against Shredder, baby. She's doing that. Now, it was announced tonight at, uh well, last night at Gamescom's opening night live. The microphone-wielding journalist will kick ass alongside the Turtles in a retro throwback tmnt game for pc and nintendo switch now if you you know obviously everybody got a pc so it's pretty easy pickup but just for the sake of argument that you don't then it's on the nintendo switch now alongside her martial arts moves she can also revive turtles through the power of pizza like the arcade game of your shredder's revenge is a four-player co-op side-scrolling brawler developer tribute games is bringing back a pixelated look for the shredders revenge and you can expect to fight your way through faithful new york locations while taking on the villainous foot clan now this is just one of the many teenage mutant Ninja turtles projects in the works including a new show and movie 
as well. So there you have it. So you got April O'Neil. This is the first time. Um, I mean, correct me if I'm wrong, listeners. This is the first time that April O'Neil is actually a playable character. And it seems like she can fight and she's a support character too at the end of the day. Now, here's my own, here's my only gripe though. So with Streets of Rage 4, they're only allowing two-player online co-op. Still, this game's been out for a minute. This game's been out for a while. So my, my concern is, will this game be four-player online co-op? And from the looks of um, it being on PC and on Nintendo Switch, signs point to yes, because I it's hard to imagine that mm, you're going to get a controller and then you're going to hook up another controller and they're all just going to be right beside each other playing it on the laptop or the computer. I think this is going to be four-player online co-op, and we want that wholeheartedly. You know what I'm saying? So I, I'm all for that. Now, BC asked, now, I thought you could play with her on a Nickelodeon game. Maybe I'm wrong. I never played it, but I thought I heard it. Um, uh, I don't know. I don't know. I, I, don't, I don't think I had the pleasure of playing the Nickelodeon game. Uh, I stopped playing after, you know, Turtles in Time. You know, I stopped playing after that. Um, of course, you have uh, TMNT, Teenage Mutant Turtles original game that's on Nintendo. Not the one that's a beat-em-up. We're talking the one where you can actually switch Turtles as you pause the game, you can actually switch turtles during the game. You don't have to wait to the finish a level to switch out or to tag out or whatever the case may be. And Mio 38 says they need to give the people egg, egg hat they want. Give the people what they want. They need to give the people what they want. I mean, I'm, I'm with it. They need to give the people what they want. Four-player online co-op. Appreciate the gift, Daniel. Appreciate the gift, bro. Appreciate the support. Now, oh, also... Uh, speaking of support, if you click on the name Orange Phoenix as as the host, I know you see that. If you click on that, you'll see something that says fan club. Ask to join the fan club because you get your own personalized emotes and all that stuff of being part of the Orange Phoenix fan club. So all you got to click and join and you just go through the menu and you can probably have your own. You can actually have your own personalized entrance. So whenever I do live shows, I know exactly who comes in. Exactly. You know, it may give a graphic, but go ahead and join the fan club. Click on my profile, ask to join the fan club, and there you have it. You're good. You're solid. Now, BC says there's a couple of early 2000 TMNT games that I never played, either that look good, too. Yeah, yeah, Um, I take that back. I did say uh, Turtles in Time was like the last one I really, really fully played. Um, I think I played another Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles game, but... It's not as memorable as the Super Nintendo, Sega Genesis, or NES Nintendo games. I mean, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles games. So, only time will tell. Now, the release date is 2022. So, we got a minute before we actually, you know, <laughs> play the game, you know. And sometimes I can't stand that. You, you give us a game. And then you give us this long date. Like, oh, you got to wait to 2022 to get this joint. Oh, man. Why? Why? Why Why, why we got to go that route? Why Why do we have to go through that, that rigmarole of just waiting non-patiently, I might add, 
for this game because I'm not a patient person when it comes to video games, especially games I'm really, 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 really want to see. And it, it's just one of those things. Just one of those things. So, now, the other part topic of the discussion is Bungie. Studio Bungie. Now, of course, we know we got Halo. We got Destiny. But did you know Bungie has been around for 30 freaking years? 30 years of games. That's crazy. That is, that, that is unprecedented. So, I did some research. I did some research this morning before we got on, got on the air, and I found something by Game Rant, and it involves games by Bungie. Now, I'm, I like every game ever made. Now, of course, there is a shit ton. There is a shit, there is a shit ton of games that are out there, but we're gonna go. We're gonna we're gonna we're gonna go through. And one of them is the one I'm really thinking about. And I was thoroughly surprised that Bungie was the one who made this game. Because this game crossed my mind earlier this week. And I was like, where is this game, man? Like, do I have to get another console to even play this game or even buy it or even find it? Because this was on PlayStation 2 and on PC. So maybe after the show, I can look and see if this game is on Steam. But the game I am speaking of is Oni. Yeah, the bottom game scoring of Respectable 73 is a testament to Bungie's ability to consistently release enjoyable games. Oni was released in January 2001 on PlayStation 2 and PC before coming to Mac OS later in the year. Now, Oni is a third-person beat-em-up that takes place in a futuristic dystopian landscape. The game was praised for its enjoyable combat mechanics but criticized for lackluster graphics and weak plot. But I think one of the things is... Oni is from Bungie, right? Exactly, BO38. Uh, Oni is from Bungie. Now, those of you that don't remember Oni, Oni looks like Ghost in the Shell, and it had that anime, they had an anime uh, box art. And thank you, 100 Yard Alchemist, man. You said uh, it is a very good game. It is a very good game, and it is flying run under the radar. It's very, very underrated. Very underrated. And it's, it's animated... It's anime stylized uh, art in the game, and I think that would really appeal to the fans because honestly, when PlayStation first came out, it was really around the height I wouldn't say the height, but the rise of you know anime fans. You know, you had Dragon Ball Z, I mean, so you know, you tend to clamor to a game that has anime cutscenes. Hell, people resulted to two anime cutscenes Mega Man, Mega Man X series started to. Uh, go to anime cutscenes like most RPGs in on the original PlayStation had anime cutscenes to you know because it was just something to see Thousand Swords Grandia the first one you know what I'm saying it just it just what it was so I'm gonna be on a quest to actually find Oni so next one now of course of course there's one of the granddaddies now is Destiny. Now, Destiny was Bungie's first console game to release after the com company's iconic Halo series. Because of this, Destiny had a heap of expectations on its shoulders before its 2014 release. Unfortunately, the game didn't reach the lofty heights of the Halo series, 
It was praised for featuring the feel of Halo Blood design and fun online gameplay, but was criticized for its underwhelming story. That was just the first Destiny. Now you go over to Halo 3 ODST, which is honestly another Halo game that kind of flew under the radar, but was surprisingly decent. Um, ODST may not have been the Halo 4 that fans have been eagerly waiting for, but it still had the pressure of living up to the legendary trilogy that came before it. Now, the 2009 game had many skeptics due to its full $60 price, especially considering its reduced campaign length. Despite this, Halo 3 ODST had excellent sales figures and was one of the year's best-selling games. Best-selling games. So you got that, right? And then you, what we talked about yesterday, Destiny 2. Now, Destiny 2, Destiny 2 released three years after its predecessor, receiving considerably more favorable reviews. The game was praised for its offering of open-world exploration, improved combat, implementation of RPG mechanics. Furthermore, Destiny 2 won multiple awards, including Best PC Game by Game Critics Awards 2017. Despite this praise, the game has proven to be very divisive. Its 87 Metacritic score is in stark contrast to its current 4.4 user score. I'm going to be honest with you, that rating is probably dated, and that rating probably has increased since then. I mean, why, however, why else would you put out several expansions, right? Come on now. Then, okay, here's a game that you may heard of and didn't even know Bungie created, and that is Myth 2 Soul Blatter. Now, Myth 2 is a unique real-time tactics game as it excludes one of the genre's most key mechanics. Base building and army recruitment don't feature in the game. Instead, players begin with a predetermined base and units, allowing them to put all their focus on combat. Yes, and the next one is another game you probably never heard of, but Bungie created it, and that's Crimson Steam Pirates. After releasing their final Halo game, Halo Reach, the gaming industry was curious to see how Bungie will follow their iconic series. Anyone who claims that they predicted that iPad strategy game would be a company's next title is almost certainly fibbing. Crimson Steam Pirates is a real-time strategy game that gave players a steampunk crew and ship to control as they battle other ships and complete campaign objectives. There's that. So, now, the next one you have is Myth the Fallen Lords. Now, the first entry into the Myth series released on the Windows and Mac in 1997. Like many of the games, Myth the Fallen Lords won numerous awards shortly after its release, the most notable being PC Gamer Strategy Game of the Year Award. Similarly to its successor, base building is not a feature of the Fallen Lords. Now, the game was notable for being extremely difficult, with many players reportedly giving up after only the first couple levels. Man, thank you, Daniel, for joining the fan club, fam. Thank you. For, appreciate you. Appreciate you. Now, uh, Meal38 uh, says, when the first Destiny came out, it was unfinished. They initially scrapped it a year before launch, then picked up the pieces they wanted and released. Man, that, that's pretty accurate. That is, that is dead, dead accurate. And uh, also, there is Halo Reach. Now, with Halo Reach was Bungie's first, I mean, I'm sorry, final Halo game before the torch was passed to 343 Industry. The fifth game in the Halo series was a prequel to the first game, Halo Combat Evolved. Now, the prequel was a fitting way for Bungie to bow out of the Legendary series, 
the game itself was praised for having one of the series' best campaigns and stories, as well as its excellent range of customization options and tools available to players. Now, Halo Reach, now I have played Halo Reach, and I will say Halo 2 is probably my favorite. Um, Reach is probably a close second, but it's, it's been a minute since I played it, so I gotta go back. Now, um, Halo 3 was released at an important time for Microsoft. PlayStation's disastrous PS3 rollout had handed Microsoft Xbox 360 an audience of gamers on a silver platter. However, a year has passed since the console's release and the PS3 was finding its feet. Now, Microsoft responded in style with the modern classic Halo 3. The games con contributed to a spike in console sales as the game's online multiplayer is in particular offered hours of fun with friends that consumers didn't want to miss out on. Man, I miss those land parties. Those land parties were something to see. Neo38 says Halo 2 had the most epic multiplayer. Agreed. 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 Man, Halo 2 bring back so many memories, man. I mean, the the land parties, the the Ford, you know, you put people on the map. Land parties in the college dorms, like the land cables traveling all down the hallways. You get your pizzas, you get your subs, because there was a sub with it that was across the street from the university. You had that. But you know, you had your pizza, you had your food, you had your <clears throat> um daddy sodas. You know, to quote Dave LaGreca. <laughs> you know, uh daddy sodas. But uh yeah, beer, alcohol, you know. And having those land parties. Now uh BC says I've got a group ready to do a big Halo land party. Won't end. Gonna try to make it a Sunday afternoon, of course. Football will be on too. Oh! Oh! BC. I might be down for that. I might be down for a good old fashioned <laughs> land party day. He said Daddy Sodas. I can't I can't say I originated that phrase because Dave LaGreca has said it several times on Busted Open Radio. And I knew exactly what he was talking about. He's a daddy soldier. <laughs> and uh, it's beer. It's going to be epic, man. Now, listen. You might want to invite Mio's 38 as well, man. Because Mio's 38 is in the area as well, man. So, I mean, that would be a yes. That's what I'm talking about. And speaking of Halo 2, Bungie didn't disappoint when they followed up on one of the greatest FPS games ever made with Halo 2 almost surpassing the original game in Metal Critic score. Halo 2 didn't try to fix what wasn't broken and kept its core gameplay and single player experience similar to its predecessor. The game is notable for one addition though, the online multiplayer mode that Halo games are synonymous with first appeared in Halo 2. It was the most popular Xbox Live game for just under two years after its release. After its release. How about that? You need your Mountain Dew and everything else, man. Man, it's gonna be a good one. It's gonna be a good one. Now, the next game up is the first Halo Combat Evolved. Microsoft has tried and failed on many occasions to replicate other products such as Zoom and Bing Bing. Oh, I'm sorry, and Bing being nowhere near as successful as the iPod and Google. Now, the Xbox may well have been another one of these failures if Bungie did introduce to the world Master Chief. The Halo Combat Evolved is one of the best launch titles ever released, not just because it's an incredible game, but because it immediately put Xbox on the gaming industry map. 
with one of the best single-player campaigns in FPS history. Man. I remember the first time I played Halo Combat Evolved in Legendary mode. I was in for a rude awakening, man. It felt like a movie, man. I had, it was a battle of survival. Especially the second stage when you actually was on the planet. Halo, and you was outside. Like, I literally was hiding behind a rock, trying to figure out a way to kill off these aliens, the grunts, the elites. I mean, I'm trying to kill out all these guys with just one magazine. I'm trying to survive out here. Trying to survive. And that's Game Up is the first of many bunch of games that aren't scored on Metacritic, but are certainly worth mentioning. Anyway, the following games are ranked in order of the release. Nop was Bungie's first ever game, that's G-N-O-P, and it's probably the, for the best that it wasn't scored on Metacritic. The game was released in 1990, the same year as Super Mario World and Mega Man 3, but it is essentially just a clone of Pong, not backwards. Now there's also Operation Desert Storm, which came out in 1991 by Bungie, which was for the Mac OS exclusive and the first game that Bungie commercially released. Now it's top-down shooter, Set in the Middle East, similarly to Nop, the game was significantly outdated upon its 1991 release compared to other games from the same year. The next game up is uh, Minotaur, or Monitor, the Labyrinth of Crete. Now, another Mac OS exclusive, uh, Monitor Labyrinth of Crete is an RPG adventure far more ambitious than Bungie's previous titles. Interestingly, the game featured a multiplayer mode, a rarity in 1992, especially for a company as small as Bungie was at the time. Which is very interesting because it's really like Bungie started from the bottom and it's breakout, like it's very, very successful, widely known breakout with Halo. I mean, Oni was very good to me. Oni is very underrated and I'm going to try my damnness to find it. I'm going to try to find it. BC uh, says, I'm dead ass. There's a bunch of us that have been trying to get this set up for a while. I've got a big shop that's, uh, that I'm going to clear all the arcade games out of. And we're going to hook as many Xboxes and TVs up as we can and go ham on some Halo. Shout out to some BCs, man. Shout out to BC, man. Uh, what's up? What's going on, Dark Bear? What's happening? What's happening? What's happening? All good here. Next game is Pathways into Darkness. Now, Bungie's first FPS title certainly isn't as iconic as many of its successors, but is notable for being the game that put Bungie on the gaming industry map. Now, the game combined action FPS gameplay with the puzzle solving and gave Bungie the resources to elevate their status far further with Marathon. And with speaking of which, there's Marathon. Marathon was made by studio uh, Bungie, and Marathon will be the earliest Bungie title that they recognize. The first person shooter gameplay was reminiscent of Doom, as was the case with many first person shooters titles at the time. Like Doom, Marathon was praised for its action gameplay and deathmatch multiplayer. It differentiated itself from Doom, though with this fleshed out story, which led to and, oh, thank you for sh uh, sharing the live show, Dark Bear. Um, hey, man, I wish you could get in on that, too, 100-yard um, alchemist, man. Hey, but it's not too late. It's not too late. And, uh, oh, Mississippi. Good old Mississippi. Good old country living and great food, too, as well. 
you know, shout out to 100 Yard. And uh, it leads to the sequel to Marathon, Marathon 2, Durandal. Now, Bungie followed the original Marathon with the sequel just under a year later in 1995. The game was set almost two decades after its predecessor and added innovative new modes to its multiplayer, including the unique and bluntly titled Kill the Man with the Ball. The game re-released on Xbox 360 Arcade in 2007. This re-release was reviewed on Metacritic and received the score of 62. Now, again, a Marathon had a, a little series here with Marathon Infinity. Now, the final Marathon game played it safe and changed the title from its predecessor with much of the single-player and multiplayer mechanics remaining the same. However, Marathon Infinity did have one notable addition. The game allowed players to create their own levels using Forge and Anvil technology. Forge mode will make a return in Halo 3. Now, Bungie followed Marathon Infinity by publishing, but not developing, Mac OS titles Weekend Warrior and Abuse before releasing Myth, The following, the Fallen Lords. Wow. So, uh, that is the list for Bungie. You know what? When I was thinking about first-person shooters, I thought about one game that I feel like that it should still be in the running and it should still be played to this day and that is Unreal Tournament. I feel Unreal Tournament needs to make a comeback, man. I feel like this is like the perfect time for Unreal to show up again. Like the arena first-person shooter like you got so many games that's biting off the unreal like dynamic why not have unreal tournament like that game was awesome i mean i mean I, am i wrong people am i wrong listeners bringing back unreal tournament because i remember playing that on original xbox right that's before you know internet was fast or oh, was super fast um, now from, from that standpoint, I was playing Unreal Tournament. I was playing like the CP, but I remember distinctly, I had a sniper rifle for Unreal Tournament. And I'm going to tell you right now, I had one of the best first person games I have ever played ever. And I still hold this to this day. I mean, I played, this is the best play I had in a first person shooter. Better than Halo, better than Destiny. But in any first-person shooter I ever played, this was my defining moment was in Unreal Tournament. I had 42 headshots with a sniper rifle in Unreal Tournament. And I mean, and this was like, I didn't even have to scope. I did like quick scope kills. And I mean like taking the heads smooth off. See, Meal 38, I had Unreal Tournament on PC, man. I, I feel like See, like, right. So, Yard Ackerman said, I'm a beast with sniper and a good shotty, man. It's so, Look, it's something about getting a good headshot with a sniper rifle in a first-person shooter, especially if you're in an arena-style ba battle. It's just satisfying. I mean, I went so hard in the paint. You know how you reach certain amount of kills? Unreal used to give you this title, like, killer, monstrous, and stuff like that. I, I was so high up that they had no more names for me during the game they had no more names they ran out of nicknames for what i was doing and i was like man i, I think I, I broke it I, I think i broke it and i could never duplicate that 
I could have never do. I mean, I was good and reached up to that point, but I never surpassed that. I never overcame that. It was like the first high. That basically what it is. So, uh, right, right. It's like getting a pick off a of man, man. It's nothing more satisfying than that. That or a sack. It's crazy. I feel like you need to bring back Unreal Tournament. Matter of fact, I, I need to look on Steam and see if they have Unreal Tournament. If, if, are people still playing it? Like, is, is it still a community that plays Unreal Tournament? If so, I feel like they should have it. That and Quake. And Half-Life. Where are they? Where are they? Like, Unreal, Quake, Half-Life. I mean, honestly, think about all the first-person shooters that we have played in our lifetime. Think about all those. Think about those, man. I feel like next next week, you know, when we do the show, next, uh, on starting on Monday, I feel like we should do a list on, like, the best first-person shooters, man. Hopefully, the ones that I've mentioned are on there. Hopefully. Prayerfully. I, I hope. I got my fingers crossed for it. You understand? Now, um, so, as far as gaming, that's it, man. That's it for our gaming day today for uh, Thursday. I know some of you guys have watched AEW Dynamite last night, and there was a little, little small hint that CM Punk dropped like an Easter egg, almost alluding to the fact that Daniel Bryan, excuse me, Brian Danielson will be at AEW because they chanted yes when CM Punk was in the ring, and he said, and I quote, "That someone else to stick, just be a little bit, just be a little more patient." Wow! So that's kind of like letting you know that Brian Danielson, the Dragon, is coming to AEW. Not sure when, but maybe. So the show last night was good. It was, it was actually okay. It was actually a decent show. Um. I noticed, uh, I think some faces got pulled up from AEW Dark, so that's a good thing. So, just keep keep it out there. So, I'm going to go on my quest. I'm going to go look for two games in particular. I'm going to go look for Oni, and I'm going to go look for Unreal Tournament. I mean, you got the Unreal Engine. They're utilizing that. Can you give us Unreal Tournament, please? You know how used this game will be? How many, like, millions of people that may play this thing? You got tournaments play. You got tournament play. I mean, just like Counter Strike. Oops, I, you know what? I'm jumping, into, I'm jumping into it again. Next week, we want Monday. Monday, we're definitely gonna jump into like some of the best first-person shooters out there. Oh yeah, appreciate. Now, Ashley, uh, shout out to all the people from SoundCloud, Brew Rhythms, Natsu Fuji, Baker, The Legend, Rukunetsu. That old school brother, Jeezy Do It Easy, all these guys are responsible for the background music that we have today. And the intro music and the outro music, man, these guys are phenomenal. They put out some, some banging, banging beats. And shout out to those guys. Shout out to the guys. And it's for your, your enjoyment as well. Now, again, do not forget to follow us at Orange Phoenix Media. And do not forget to follow us at Orange Phoenix Tees. I will be putting up new designs for tees on Orange Phoenix Tees today. So go give us a follow there. Now, if you want to join the Facebook group page, all you got to do is type in Orange Phoenix Geek Corner. All separate words. Ask to join. I'm telling you, it's very, very positive space. We just had movie night last night where we watched Demon Slayer, Mugen Train, 
and the next two movies are Who Framed Roger Rabbit and Back to the Future Part 3. We do have discussions in that group. It's a very, very positive space. We talk about gaming, comics, manga, anime, sci-fi, whatever the current events are, and of course, a plethora of funny memes that you can steal. That you can, <laughs> that you can steal. DJ Malik Shabazz, go check him out. And also, I will be Twitch streaming tonight, and I will be Twitch streaming the last three Street Fighter games in 30th anniversary edition uh, of Street Fighter. All right? And this is like like third strike, giant attack, Street Fighter 3. You know what I'm saying? So got to play that. Got to play the last three. And then the next week, we're going to jump into Final Fantasy 1, the Pixel Remaster. So follow us on Twitch, twitch.tv forward slash TV. We'll be Twitch streaming tonight at 7 p.m. Eastern time. So give us a follow there. And yes, Orange Phoenix have a, has a magazine. If you missed the August edition, it ain't too late. It's never too late. All you have to do is go to www.patreon.com forward slash Orange Phoenix. It's only $5 a month, people. And I'm telling you right now, the September edition is going to be locked and stocked that i'm telling you chock full of information we did visit a convention uh last week in queen city anime con we got so much to talk about so many articles there is a particular comic that you may not know about that that just was released a couple weeks ago guess what we're talking about that it, it's so much it's so much we're going to talk about in this stacked edition of Orange Phoenix Magazine for September. But if you missed it, just go to patreon.com forward slash Orange Phoenix and check it out. It's only $5 a month. And there is another tier for 15 where you can look at all the previous editions of Orange Phoenix Magazine. All right. And there will be some changes in the coming month or so. So just be on the lookout for that and be on the lookout for any special uh, announcements. I hope you guys have an awesome day. I think I'm going to cook today. And it's going to be the first time in a while. Legitimately cook, I might add. I might barbecue some pork chop, cook some brown rice, you know, and add a little veggie thing to it. You know what I'm saying? I'm going I'm to do a little something, something in the kitchen today. A little something. Also, before I leave, um, if you guys have a PlayStation 4, there is a PlayStation 4 exclusive and exclusive only. Is Gundam Extreme versus maxi boost on you need to get that game two on two online um now i will tell you this before you purchase the game you might have a hard time um looking for matches but i'm gonna tell you where to find them bc says by the way earth there was a dude in a camaro that was wrapped in dbz a soccer practice last night ran over to him and pushed orange phoenix oh awesome appreciate it man appreciate appreciate the shout out so with, uh, it's two on two versus, and to successfully find a lobby that has so many people in it, you have to go to player match, search for the lobby, search worldwide, and all. I'm guaranteed you will find a used lobby, and you're gonna play continuously. That's where you need to be, because these are seasoned vets. This is an arcade port to PlayStation 2. If you ever been to an anime convention, if you go into arcade and you see like four guys playing something, and you see Gundams, that is the game that I'm talking about. That is the game that I'm talking about. So go ahead and check that out. PlayStation 4 exclusive. I'm guaranteed you won't you won't miss it. Um, it has over 100 Gundam. One over 100. Crazy from every series that came out, and the music from the series as well. 
you cannot beat that. You get you get what you pay for with that game. I'm telling you. You get and you can customize your gauges. You can customize your cockpit area. I mean, it's still in like third person mode, but you still got the cockpit area that, that shows your boosters and everything else. So, very very legitimate game. So, hope you guys have an awesome awesome Thursday. And if you excuse me, I'm going to the kitchen. And I'll see you guys tonight at 7 p.m. Eastern Time on Twitch. Twitch.tv forward slash TV. All right? Peace.